you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. If you've spent any time as a social seller, you know one important component of your business is live video, but so many of us are afraid to hit that go live button and let our vulnerability shine. Our guest today, Joy Farley, has made it her mission to empower entrepreneurs to embrace the potential of live video for their businesses. She is an expert in leveraging the authenticity of live videos to connect with customers, build trust, and ultimately grow our businesses. Joy is also a coach who guides women on their journey to live life to the fullest, conquer their self-doubts, and unleash their true potential. Today, she'll be sharing invaluable insights on how to overcome the obstacles that hold us back when it comes to using live video in our social selling business. So whether you're a seasoned social seller or just starting out, this episode is packed with practical tips and strategies that will help you step out of your own head and harness the power of live video to boost your social selling business. Hi, Joy. Thank you so much for being a guest on Directly Different this week to chat with us all about live video, which is a scary topic for some, I know, but you're going to break it down and make it seem so easy, peasy, and fun. So thank you so much for being on the show this week. You're welcome. I'm excited. All right. So to get us started, will you tell us a little bit about you and your family? Oh, yes, absolutely. So I am a Texan-born native. So if you hear my accent, you may hear a little bit of a Southern accent. You cannot take the Texan out of me, even though I've been in Ohio now for the last 25 years. I moved here when I was 11 with my family. Um, I met my husband through a mutual friend in high school. We've been married since I was 20 and he was 19. We have four children, Tiffany. I know we're crazy. We're like, how do you do it all? And I just tell them, I don't, I do not do it all. (laughs) I have a great support system with my husband, Shane. Shout out to him. He is a professional YouTuber and does YouTube videos full time. He's been doing that for about 10 years now. Um, Let's see, we have four children. Uh, Our son, Malachi, is 15. We have three daughters. Liana is 13. Evangeline is eight. And Gracelyn is three and a half. And she's like the sweetest little most innocent baby. And me and my husband kind of laugh about it. Tiffany, we're like, you know what? We'd have 10 more like her if they were all like her. (laughs) Yeah, we stay very busy with the four of them. Um, And yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, and then I've got two businesses. So yeah, there we go. So busy. And you have ranges of ages too. You have teenagers (laughs) and you have toddlers almost into the preschool age. So yes, super busy over in that house. (laughs) It's so funny, Tiffany, because we always knew we wanted four children. Like the first two were like basically planned, you know, two years apart, literally two years and a couple days apart, um, which was who that was a hard stage. Um, and then we went five years between our girls and then a, another five years. The five year gap is like a perfect 
gap. It just really is. I've, I've noticed that. But yeah, the, right. the big ones definitely help the little ones. Uh, but the teenage stages have been a little bit trying, which I'm I'm actually very grateful for God's grace every day for that. Yes, I know we are getting into that preteen stage. And so it's already starting like, oh goodness, if it's like this now, what's it going to be like in three, four years? But well, you got a new friend. So, you know, (laughs) when you're, when you're crossing that stage of life, you know, you can call me anytime. Yay. Great. You'll be like, been there, done that. Here's what you do. (laughs) I appreciate that so much. All right. So will you tell us a little bit about how you got started in social selling? You mentioned that you have two businesses, one of which is social selling and one of which is coaching for live video. And we were talking about how we're very similar. We both have, you know, our foot in social selling as well as in podcasting slash live video. So it's been so fun to chat with you to start with, but will you tell us about how you got into social selling? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So long story short, I don't know if I, maybe one of those people saw a funny meme the other day, Tiffany, where someone said the long story short people, and they literally still get the long story. It's kind of funny. Always. Um, Yeah, always. But anyway, so I actually um, grew up in, my mama was in direct sales uh, for about 11 years. And so I remember as a child, I have three other siblings. um, She would do the home parties, the makeovers, the facials, the customer calls, the drop off of the products, um, the team meetings, all the things And there for us, right? She was a stay at home mom. And so I feel like at that moment when I was younger, that it kind of planted a seed in my mind as to be like being an entrepreneur. So um, let's see, fast forward to 2008, I think it was 2008, my mom and I were invited to a home party of a skincare, makeup, that kind of thing. And so we went to it because at that time she had actually been out of her business for about a year. And so we went to it. It was at my, at my church. My aunt was hosting this party and I'll never forget it. Like I, I pulled into the driveway, I walked in and right right where the door was to the entrance, there was this beautiful shiny red Mustang that had the name of the company on the side of the car. And I'm thinking, does this girl drive a free car? Because that's what I want, (laughs) you know? So I walked in, you know, we did the party. She started talking about how she was able to homeschool. She's able to homeschool her children. She's traveled the world. She stays at home. She's present with their children. At the time, I had a six-month-old baby boy. And so I'm thinking, okay, um, by the way, Tiffany, I am a college dropout. I barely made it through high school. Um, I went to a community college for a couple of quarters and I dropped out. I said, this is not for me. Um, so I knew early on that I was meant to be an entrepreneur because I always tell people, Tiffany, I love that we can fire ourselves one day and rehire ourselves the next, right? It's like the perfect life, which I had to do last, that last week. Anyway, yeah, so I was really, really excited about like this. She was just painting this vision of what my life could be look like and I'm sitting there oh my gosh I feel like like I remember sitting there thinking I was nudging my mom thinking mom mom I'm gonna do this thing like you want to do this with me you know and so we booked a party I'll never forget it we were so broke at the time we were living in subsidized housing we were on food stamps we were on Medicaid we shared one car and I told my husband I said when our taxes come back I'm gonna sign up for the consultant kit okay and he's like whatever makes you happy babe whatever makes you happy. Right. And so signed up with the kit with my tax return money. I booked a party and the rest is history. (laughs) So I did that for, um, I did really well there. Um, I, you know, traveled the world, earned the free cars, did all the fun things, was with that company for about 10 years. And then in 2017, they closed the doors on us unexpectedly. So that was one of the hardest breakups 
that I've ever gone through, Tiffany, I felt like my husband died and it still brings tears to my eyes because it was not expected. Right. So it's hard. Yeah. That's so hard. So tell us about what that was like going through that. Cause we, I mean, we hear this economy, we hear this so often these days, sadly, and I'm sure your heart goes out to each person that, you know, that's affected by this, but will you tell us about a little bit about what that was like going through a company closing and how you pivoted from that? Oh my gosh. Okay. So you know what, this is what I always say. I always say this, you know, when God closes one door, he always opens up another. So I definitely felt like that chapter in my life came to a close. Um, and at the time, my husband was, was like, we got to find something. We got to find something that you're going to do, you know, because I know that you love working from home. And I even thought for a hot second, I should go to college. And then I, I kind of started laughing because I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Um, but anyway, so I started, you know, just kind of doing some research from different companies and landed a really great health and wellness company that I've been with now for the next for the last six years. Um, but I'll never forget it, Tiffany. I went live. I did a live video for my Facebook audience, and I was actually sitting in the corner of our log cabin um, porch, and I sat there. I did this live video. It was the first time, the first time that I ever shared vulnerably with my audience, because up to that point, I was the perfect person on social media. I did not show the struggles. I did not show the hurts, the pains, the obstacles. I did not show my messy laundry room. I did not show my terrible children who were acting up. I did not show any of that because I was a skincare makeup company and they wanted us to look perfect. And so it was in that live video and I will never forget it. It was the most viewed video that I had ever done up until that point. And I have more people reaching out to me saying, oh my gosh, thank you for your realness. And it was crazy, Tiffany, because at that point I was like, oh, people want to see this stuff. People want to see that you're a human just like they are. Because you know what? When you show the highlight reels, the perfect light, no one can relate to you. Right. And so it was it was in that moment where I did that video. I told people, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to find something. And I pivoted so quickly because I could not stay in that space of being sad and lonely and abandoned. And that's just not who I am. And so I really prayed about God leading me somewhere that I could, you know, that I could land and have success and be safe and, you know, build a repeat income. And so I landed somewhere wonderfully well, and it's been awesome. But let me just tell you, a lot of women did not pivot as fast as I did. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But I know for me, I had to replace my income, Tiffany. Like it was gone, you know? And so I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's find something. So I looked at several different companies um, and uh, it definitely was a whirlwind, but um, everything happened for a reason, you know? And I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I had the experience because oh my gosh, like you learn so much when you are in direct sales and network marketing. Um, I always tell people it's like, it's literally like a personal development program with a paycheck attached to it. That's what it is, right? You can literally, I feel like I have a PhD in direct sales because I've been with this kind of thing for 15 years, you know? <laughs> yes, it really is. And it teaches us so much about ourselves and how we view the world and how, you know, we view ourselves and how we are so wrapped up in what other people think of us (laughs) that it is hard to be vulnerable sometimes. So it really, that threw you into that season of life where you're like, all right, cut the crap. (laughs) I'm just going to be real with people. 
So I love that. That's hard for, that's hard for people to do. Oh, I know. I I mean, I had to open up myself. I didn't Mm -hmm. want to, but it was like, they need to know what's happening because this is like, I had, I mean, I have, I've built a really great following, um, really committed, you know, um, clients and team members. And I just felt like I owed them this. All right. Well, we are here to chat about how we can leverage that live video for our social selling businesses. Just like you discovered that first, not that first video, because of course you had done that multiple times, but that first vulnerable, real live video (laughs) that you did back way back when you had to forcefully pivot from your first company. So why do you think live video is so effective for connection and conversion in our businesses? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, so you guys know, obviously right now, reels and TikToks are really, really hot because they're like the short form videos. I feel like those are like the commercials of who you are, right? It's like the little, like when you're walking downtown, we live in this beautiful little town of Marietta, Ohio, and there's tons of like beautiful little shops and it's like brick streets. Okay. There's brick streets here in Marietta. And so basically it's like window shopping. When you see the reels and the TikToks, they're like window shopping, but you get somebody to watch a live video, it's like they're going into your store. Like you've invited them into your store, right? So they've seen enough of the commercials, but they're like, okay, I want to actually see who this who this person is, right? And so for me, live video is such an effective way for your audience to get to know the real you. Okay, so let's be honest, Tiffany, you and I were chatting ahead of time. You're like, you know what? I don't mind going live in my customer group and, you know, and doing this and doing that. But I don't know. It's hard for me to share vulnerably and um, and that kind of thing. But for me, it's like it is it is the one way where they can truly connect to you as a human. Um, and there is no editing. There is absolutely no editing. It is the real, the raw, the footage that they get. And I'm like, my husband is a professional YouTuber, so he edits videos all day long. Right. He gets to cut out all the imperfections. Live video, there are there's no cutting out anything. And it is so funny too. I remember doing so many live videos. I have now an office outside of my home, which I have for about three years now, is one of the best decisions I've ever made. But I used to go live at my log happen and the phone would ring, my toddler would walk into the video, my you know, the UPS driver would be knocking on my door. We live by a train, Tiffany, and the train would be passing, honking its loud horn while I was doing live videos. And guess what? My audience loved it because it's real life. It's like a reality television show, right? And so so for me, it's like I want to take someone who doesn't really know me and I want to get them in front of me. So they can see who the real joy is. So they can see that she's a real human, that she connects with her audience. And I don't know, for me, like I was telling my, I was telling you earlier that I was going live like clockwork every Friday at two o'clock Eastern on Instagram. And I've just kind of lost sight of that, but I'm getting excited and invigorated again to start going live because I am telling you when joy is, is literally playing full out in who she is and who God ordained her to be, I am content creation, like doing it all day long, right? I'm doing the live videos. I am, you know, creating courses. I am coaching and inspiring women. And I haven't, I've been in a really, really rough season, you know, with my dad's health and things like that. And so I don't know, for me, it's the best way to connect with people so they can see the real you on a deeper level, right? Yes. And I will say too, the videos where my kids make a surprise appearance are everybody's favorite. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is too, is like people love to see how you interact as well as actual Mm -hmm. person. 
right? So when my husband gets on here, oh yeah, we get way more views. If I grab in my toddler, Gracie, and she starts talking to people, they love her. Evangeline, she's our artist. When she shows off her artwork, oh my goodness, people love it and she loves it. And it's just, it's fun, right? When you yes. add those, those, those elements in. So It is, it is. And it shows people that it doesn't have to be perfect, for people to do it's duplicatable at the end of the day Absolutely. yes because yes. <laughs> everybody has interruptions throughout their day so why not show them on live video i'll That's never right. forget i had one i was it was years ago years ago and i was in my living room unboxing something and my husband walked through the living room with no shirt on and i was ah! like you're you're on live video and i think he like he like flexed and he you know he just like made ah! it funny but it it stuck out in my mind because it just i don't know it's just it is so real life and it's something he would totally do and he wasn't yes. embarrassed about it just whatever yeah. here i am and it just hey, at least it was at least it was no shirt and not no pants that's right that's right <laughs> yes it was that that was a better <laughs> better way to go for that but it entertained the viewers <laughs> maybe it up to the views you know it's fine no yes for sure no and that's one thing too is like you know, I, I, I really coach a lot on the three E's when you, when you're, when you're going live and when you are creating content, it's like educational, always, uh, entertaining and engaging content, right? So if you can have those three, you know, as part of your live video strategy, like, especially like the entertaining part, like they're going to come back. They're going to come back for next week's episode. You better believe it. <laughs> Yes, that's right. To see if he walks by again with no shirt. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so the one thing I hear from team members and other people that are that know they need to leverage live video for their businesses, but are just a little scared to, they are just they tell me that they're just afraid to put themselves out there. They're just very scared of live video and what might happen. So beyond just doing it, because both of us know. You cannot hit go live without just hitting go live. But besides that, because we all know that it just takes two seconds of courage to hit that button. What is your best advice for those who are just so scared of showing up and doing it live? I Yeah, I completely understand. Um, just remember that nobody starts out perfect and that you have to take messy, consistent action because that's the only way that you're going to grow and get over that fear. Um, what I really coach my team and my clients to do when going live is I want them to pretend that when they hit the live button, that they're just having a cup of coffee with their best friend, their husband, their mom, their grandma, um, and they're just having a conversation just like you and I are doing right now. It's an actual conversation. Now, it is a little bit weird because you're just talking to yourself and you are looking at yourself. And um, that's the part that is weird. But just know when you're in a conversation, what do you do? You ask questions. So when you're going live, you know, the first thing you want to say, I always say, you know, you want to make sure you hit the pain point in the beginning. Because you only have three seconds, you know, with somebody's attention span um, to ask the question. So you might say something like, is anyone else so afraid to go live? Because I am so scared right now, but here I am doing it. What's that going to do? It's going to help others to relate to you. And it's going to hit on a pain point. And then you can say, okay, well, if you are feeling scared, um, you know, do this one thing or, or whatever. But start with the pain point when you're going live. Jump into the conversation and make sure you do your intro of who you are because you're going to reach new people every single time that you go live. So just get into the conversation. Um, and people always ask me too, is like, you know, how long should my live video be? Well, as you're getting started, I think five to seven minutes is perfect for a topic that you want to bring as a discussion to your audience. 
if you got people on there and they are engaging with you, girlfriend, you keep going. You just keep going. But remember, you're going to have a lot of people who watch the replay, right? So keep in mind your attention span. I know for me, I'm not going to watch a live video that's probably longer than 10 minutes. That's just my honest. I mean, me and Tiffany are both busy with our lives and our kids and our businesses. So for me to consume your live video, it's got to be less than 10 minutes because it's just, it's just, it's weird, right? But podcasts, what we can, what can we do with podcasts? We can push play on the way while we're driving, while we're in the shower, while we're doing those things. But a live video, it's like, you want to capture your viewers' attention um, and keep them there, right? So again, the tips I would say is just pretend like you're talking to your best friend over coffee. Make sure you ask questions because that's the only way they're going to engage with you. And I think like for me, um, I make sure that whatever topic I have, I've got three main points that I want to get across to my audience. And I have them written down, right? And then I also want to make sure with those three topics or those three points that I've got a question to go with each point. Because I want to make sure that whatever, whoever I'm talking to, that, you know, they're answering me back and there's that engagement going. Um, and then also, don't ever forget your call to action, right? So as soon as you're done with your live video, what do you want your audience to do? Do you want them to tag a friend in the comments below? Do you want them to share the video? Listen, I'll tell you right now. You start watching my live videos. Um, I do in the beginning usually say, hit the share button. Your first five friends that pop up for your, you know, your DMs and get the word out. But your audience, if you don't tell them what to do. They don't know what to do, right? So tell them what to do with very easy steps that is not hard for them to implement. And then, um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. At the end of the day, you just have to jump in and do it. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> That's all it boils down to. But those are great tips. I love that. Yeah. Because I think, too, a lot of people will think, well, I don't know what to say. But you make a little list of three main points that you want to talk about. And there you go. That solves that problem. Yes. And I think too, when I, I told you beforehand, I confess to you that I am not somebody who often goes, watches live videos, but if I see a video that somebody has done and I see lots of comments, I am going to click and see what these comments are. And if I can see that they're, you, you can tell when they're answering a question or when they're engaging in conversation, I am more apt to watch that live video, the replay, because I want to see what everyone's talking about. I get FOMO just like everybody else, right? So I think that is important to ask those questions and not just get on there and talk for five minutes because that's not right. the point of it. The point of it is no. to engage with your with your yeah, audience. And, I've, and that's the thing too. For me, it's a total turnoff. If someone's going live just to talk at me, I'm not going to watch. Not. Mm -hmm. Like here's a big thing. Okay. Here's a really, really big tip. Okay. So if you jump, if someone jumps on your live video, and they say hi, and they are so excited to see you going live, and you don't say hi to them, mm, that is not a good, that is not a good thing. Now, I am not saying you have to say hi to every single person that says hi to you, but in the beginning, you absolutely need to, because there is no worse feeling than not being acknowledged by someone, and your comment is clearly right there on their screen, mm -hmm. right? Like, that's mm -hmm. a big deal. You know, so say hi in the beginning. Hi, Tiffany, it's so good to see you. How are you? Oh my gosh, podcast is so excited, so excited to share with my friends. That's what's gonna happen on Friday when I go live, right? If you get on my live video, I'm gonna acknowledge you. And I'm gonna say, I was so excited about our podcast, right? Which is gonna give you a little plug in to your podcast, right? So for me, all I know about people, Tiffany, and I think that you know this is true. We all wanna be valued. We all wanna be seen and we all wanna be heard. And if you don't show that to your audience, they are not gonna, they're not gonna come back. Yes. And well, you mentioned that going live is just like talking to a friend. So if somebody walked in and said hi yes. to you and you didn't acknowledge them, they would 
for sure feel left out or feel hurt or confused. So it's the same with live video. We're just treating it like a conversation, like a, you know, an in-home gathering, right? So yeah, for sure. All right, Joy. So what are some components of a successful live video? Obviously not every single video we do is going to be an absolute home run. And that's the whole point is just keep doing it until it just feels so natural. But what have you found over the years to be successful components of a live video? Yes, that's a great question. So um, if you guys follow me on Instagram at live videos with joy, I actually have done a live video on and it's I've, I've done a live video on a live video checklist. So there's probably about 10 or 11 things on there. Um, kind of, you know, make sure that you do before you go live. But I, I guess for me, I would say the number one important thing is to be prepared. <laughs> like, I don't want you to get on there and make a fool out of yourself and then be really embarrassed and then not know, like, and then be discouraged and not do it again. Right. But you listen, this is a really cool tip that Instagram has. It's been a feature that's been out for several months now. You can just do a practice live with yourself. Okay. So all of y'all can go do a practice live with yourself because there's nothing more embarrassing than going live and not knowing how to end the live video. And you're sitting there trying to figure out how to end the live video. So practice with yourself. When you go live, when you hit the go live button on Instagram, it allows you to go publicly live or to go live with yourself and practice. So I would recommend doing that. Do that first. Okay, do that first. That way you can see what you look like on camera. You can see what your background looks like. You can see how the lighting comes through. You can see where all the features and all the things are around your video. Um, Do that first. Absolutely do practice live first. And what's really cool too is you can invite a friend or two to come in and like watch with you. And then that way you can kind of see how the comments pop up on the screen. You can pin comments to the top of your live video, but you're not going to know how to do that stuff unless you do a practice live video. So that would be my my number one tip. So another tip that I recommend is if you are doing a live video and you've got a whole house of people that live with you and you've got cats and you've got dogs and you've got all the things, um, I would recommend if you've got little ones during that time, I would also recommend that you do tell your family that you are going live. If you have to bribe them with M&Ms, okay, then you need to bribe them with M&Ms, right? If you need to lock yourself in your kid's bedroom and tell them they cannot come in unless something is wrong, if they're bleeding or whatever, then you can do that, right? Same thing with the podcast, Tiffany. Um, but you need to let your family know ahead of time. Listen, I'm going live at three o'clock. Y'all will be silently on your tablets in your bedroom or outside on the trampoline or whatever, the body went live for 15 minutes. And you just need to you just need to prepare your family because if they don't know, then they don't know. Right. Yes. And it's one thing to be to let people see your real life where kids, you know, come running through or your husband comes through with no shirt on or your cat jumps on your desk. Right. It's one thing for that, but to have it happen every video and just be a distraction, like guys, guys, you know, whatever, like that's where it starts to get a little right. distracting right. turn off to people. <laughs> no, it is. It is for sure. It's cute every once in a while. Right. But it can't be every video you, you have to, I mean, we are professional women, right. Who are trying to build a brand and build our businesses. Um, so we need to look like it. Right. Yes. It's like the, I'm sure, you know, exactly what I'm going to talk about. It's like that guy that was doing the news Yes. Report years ago. This is before COVID, before people, this was a normal occurrence, but you know, his, his kid comes walking in and they're like, oh, <laughs> and so we see that as so relatable. But if that's your every day, every live right. video that's happening, then right. 
right. you said, yeah. just a simple, right. Hey guys, yeah. I need yes. an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Nobody is bleeding or dying. Don't interrupt. <laughs> That's what I said before coming here on this recording. <laughs> And you need a clarification on what that meant, but that's okay. That's okay. We went yes. over it. We're good. We're good. Yes. Yes. All right. So speaking of, do you have any pet peeves? Will you spill the tea on your live video pet peeves with us? I'm sure you have some. I'm sure you've seen it all. I'm sure it's all happened to you, but what are your pet peeves when it comes to live video? No, for sure. Okay. So a couple things that come to mind. Okay. When you go live on Instagram and your page is public, you are going to have weirdos popping on your video. They are just going to happen want to happen okay so i'll tell you what it does distract me when i see someone say he because they can request to go live with you that's why you got to do a practice live video because you might hit the wrong button and that would be so awkward and uncomfortable and we I, again i don't want that to happen to you um but you can simply click on their name and block them remove them whatever okay so if you got a weirdo that's popping on say sorry guys Gonna take care of something let your audience know whatever remove carry on right um so that's one thing that's gonna happen if you're public another thing that happened i do not ever want to see any of y'all going live and be like i'm just gonna wait for a couple people to get on we do not do that here because why more people watch the replay than they watch it live so if i get on one of your on tiffany's videos and I start watching it and I see it's a 20 minute video. I'm like, okay, I got time for 20 minutes, right? But for five minutes, she's waiting for people to get on. Uh-uh, I'm gone. I'm gone like Donkey Kong. There is no watching this video because listen, we live in a world where we are very all about, let's give it to me now, give me the point of the video. If you tell me I'm gonna make more money using live video, then I better, y'all better be getting that for me right away, right? And so as soon as you hit the live button, again, I, like I said earlier, is like start with the pain point. Who of you are so scared of going live that it literally paralyzes you to even think about going live? Okay, if that's you, this video is for you. So start with that pain point and it's going to capture your audience attention and they're going to watch the whole thing, I promise you. Yes. That's my biggest pet peeve too, for sure. <laughs> it's when people, well, let's just wait. And it probably goes back to the fact maybe you're freaked out to I know, go live. I know. That might be it, but you just have to, like you said, it's way easier to rip off the bandaid and just yes. start talking about what you wanted to go talk about. Right away. Yes. Absolutely. Well, another, well, another thing too, when I, when I coach people, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do like audits on their live video. Right. And I'll like watch the video and I'll be like, okay, so we're going to work on this, 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 and this, and this. Anytime you use ums, they're filler words because you're nervous. And you've either lost your train of thought or you forgot what you're going to say. That's why right in front of you, you've got your three main points. So you can look down at them and you can tell your audience, listen, I am a nervous wreck. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm going to puke, but here we go. I am ready to uplevel my business using live videos. Here are my three main points. If I forget what I'm doing, I'm going to look at my notes and let them know. People love honesty better than you trying to be perfect in a video that you're not going to be perfect in. Um, but again, it's also relatable as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think too, we do some of these things without even realizing it, like saying, Oh, I'm just going to wait for people to hop on. Or, um, what was I, what was I going to say? Where was I going with that? We do that without even thinking. And it just takes practice and more practice and more preparedness. And so I love these tips, but yes, please, everybody stop waiting. <laughs> when you go live, don't do that anymore. Just get rid of it. <laughs> Rip the bandaid right off. That's right. Because I think if people were to stop doing that, I think that would be like an automatic up level. That's the easiest thing you could do. 
to, for people to start watching your videos more. If you absolutely were energetic right from the beginning yes. and just jumped yes. right into what you wanted to say. Yes. Oh, and I wanted to share another, another little bonus tip I just thought of. Okay. You will never find Joy Farley going live at eight, nine, 10 a.m. in the morning. Okay. I don't do that. I am good afternoon. I am a night out and I wake up a little bit later, especially in the summertime. So I highly recommend that you go live when you are your best self. Because I'll know, I mean, a lot of people will be able to sniff out my inauthenticity if I'm going live in the morning and I'm pretending that everything is okay and I'm hunky-dory and I'm full of energy. That does not work for me. So that's why my live videos were like at two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, because for me, that's when I am like the, the most energy. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, you know, bring uh, value to my audience. So go when you have the best energy. Go when you are feeling really good. And another thing too is I get super inspired after I work out or listen to a podcast or I've got something that's burning on my heart to share with my audience. I'll go live then and do like impromptu live videos and things like that on Facebook. So yeah. Love that tip. That's great. So Joy, we've talked about so many things, different tips and pet peeves even, and just some advice on how to get over our fear of live video. But do you have any live video strategies that we can implement today in our businesses? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So one thing that really, really works um, to get an engaged audience is to tell your audience when you're going live. So when I first started doing live videos, it was back in 2015 when Facebook Live came out for the very first time. Uh, before they came out with Facebook Live, I was already recording short little clips of makeup tips and I posted them on Mondays for Makeup Tip Mondays. Um, and so as soon as the live came out, like my audience already knew that this is what I do, right? They, they knew what they could expect on every Monday. So then I just started going live on Mondays at eight o'clock PM and started sharing makeup tips and skincare tips and things like that. And so you want to tell your audience when you're going live and I'm telling you what, this creates an accountability, not only with yourself, but with your audience. Cause you've already told them that you're going live. I remember one time that I, <laughs> But I said I was going live, but I was not feeling it. I was not feeling but like going live at all. I put up the reminder I was doing it, and then I took it away. And then I had probably three or four people reach out to me saying, hey, you said you're going live tonight, like on, uh, I don't know what it was, whatever. Are you still doing that? <laughs> yep, I'll be there. I'll be there. But they see it. People are watching you, right? So let them know ahead of time when you're going live and what your topic is going to be, because then people who are actually really interested in that topic, they will be there. So that's one tip. Another thing I recommend, you can do this in stories, is you can pull your audience with what topic they want to hear from you, right? So you can use one of those engaging stickers, the polls, and just say, okay, when it comes to wrinkles. <laughs> what do you want to learn more about how to prevent them or how to get rid of them or whatever, right? And you can put that story up and then they can, they, your audience will literally tell you what they want to hear. And then it literally gives you your topic, right? Um, so that's the thing. Now, based on that poll, guess what you can do? You can swipe up in your stories and you can see who voted on the poll. So then what can you do, Tiffany? You can message them privately and say, hey, I'm going to do the live video on the topic that you chose Friday at two o'clock. Will you be there? And you're already getting that ahead of time commitment. Um, they're excited because you chose their topic that they wanted you to talk about, right? Another really cool thing you can do is you can actually create a countdown, right? In your stories. Okay, I'm going live in 48 hours. Click this countdown reminder so you don't miss out on my live video. 
can we just agree, Tiffany, that as women, especially in today's economy, we need constant reminders. Think about when you book an appointment at your doctor. What do they do? They give you a little note card. Then they then they send you an email. Then they send you a text. Then you then they call you two times before the day and the day of. Right? Because we need constant reminders. You cannot say, I'm going to go live on Friday and say it one time to your audience and expect everyone to be there. We need multiple reminders. I also highly suggest that you have five fab friends that you can count on anytime for anything. Right? It's like your warmest, friendliest five people. And you say, hey, I'm going live at Friday at two o'clock. Can you hop on and support me? Women, especially women, you know, in today's age, we, day and age, we need reminders. So those are all little tips that I do ahead of time. All right, Joy, this has been so amazing and so practical too. I know that live video, I feel like those who are not utilizing it at all in their businesses are really missing out on connecting with their customers and converting those customers to sales. And that's what we're looking for as, as social sellers. Yes, of course, we are looking to connect with our customers, but we're also, we have to have sales to have a business, right? So <laughs> this is a great way to marry those two concepts and to just really elevate our businesses. So I love everything that you shared today. It's so practical and it just takes some courage, but we all can do this. All of us can. But for those who are needing just some extra help in the area of live video and live video strategy, how can they do that? How can they get in touch with you and take advantage of the of the different resources that you offer? Yeah, absolutely. So I created a three-day live video challenge that gives you three days of topics that you can go live about. Um, so if you want that, all you have to do is DM me on Instagram at live videos with joy with three-day challenge and I can get that to you. And then what else? Yeah. And I also am going to plan on going live again every Friday at o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I typically go live for about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and I would love to have new people on there. I always do shout outs for any new viewers. So if you want your name and shining lights, I get to, you know, uh, shout out your name on my live video. Um, and then, yeah, I just, and I also am always open to topics as well. So if you guys have any, you know, suggestions on what you want to hear about when it comes to live videos, I actually have a 12-week a program called The Joyful Method. It is my baby, and I really help coach women on overcoming limiting beliefs that actually keep them from getting on camera, so we really dive in deep to that. We talk about time management strategies and how to fit in live videos to your already busy schedule. We talk about all the tech stuff and lighting and equipment and, and sound and, and all that kind of stuff, and then we really go into like magnetic marketing and actually how to get more viewers on your live videos and how to, you know, and then number like the module five is all about the sales conversion of all of that. So um, if you're interested in any of that kind of stuff, the one-on-one -on -one coaching, I do have that as well. I love it. I will link all of that in the show notes so people can get in touch with you, but it sounds like you have it all covered. You have any, any objection that people have to going live, you have covered it because we've all been there. We all get it. You get it. You understand. And I'm so grateful for people like you to coach us through these roadblocks in our own, just they're in our own heads at the end of the day. Right. And yes. people yes. want to hear from us. And so we just need to be vulnerable and get out there and put ourselves out there on live video. So thank you so much, Joy, for being a guest on the podcast this week and sharing your expertise. I appreciate you so much. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me.
Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode. In my opinion, it's way more fun to share life with a friend. So if you loved what you heard today, feel free to take a screenshot and post it to your socials so your friends can listen into the show too. Don't forget to tag me at Directly Different Podcast, and I'll be sure to give you a shout out. Speaking of social media, follow me on Instagram at Directly Different Podcast and send me a DM. I'd love to continue the conversation. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.